Welcome to Madison City Channel's Know Your Candidates Interviews, co-sponsored by the League of Women Voters of Dane County. I'm your interviewer, Maria Spinozzi, and I would like to introduce Syed Abbas, running for elder from District 12. As we begin, please tell our viewers a bit about how your educational, vocational, and civic experience has prepared you for the position and why you decided to run for elder. Thank you very much uh, for giving me this opportunity. Thank you, League of Women Voters. And also, I would like to say thank you, District 12 uh, uh, voters, for their support in this primary election. So my civic engagement and also my education, so my education is very relevant to this position. I have a double MSc in public policy and human development. I also have another master's degree in research track in journalism. And back in Pakistan, I was actively involved with the youth of human rights. Uh, I wrote a chapter on freedom of expression for journalistic freedom. Uh, of writing and uh, also in US I involved with the different committees within a city. Uh, my workplace where I work right now I'm working with different municipality, village and city to do energy efficiency and giving them a policy of how they can reduce carbon footprint. So I have a very in-depth knowledge about how the city's operational system planning and the planning commission work and uh, and I also have experience and also have a first-hand knowledge as a running as a co-chair of Neighborhood Association where we deal with some, uh, some uh, realistic ground issues like racial inequality, people have issues like people are breaking into their cars and other things. And we create some successful strategy and community engagement is a one of the focus to hear from the people what they think and try to bring that voice in front of uh, our uh, city offices and department and try to engage a communication and find solutions. So my education definitely, my experience helped me to prepare for this position. Madison's efforts to address chronic homelessness have appeared to fall short especially with regard to providing sufficient support systems for a housing-first approach. What ideas do you have that might create greater success for projects such as the one on Tree Lane? So, so if we, so let's stay, let's see Tree Lane as an example. We have Rathke and Tree Lane, one on the east side, one on the west side. If we see Tree Lane, uh, if you see the envelope of the building, there is a no green space. There is a no sense of you feel like this is your home. Uh, we need to give them a sense of when we construct a building, we need to create a sustainable design for the family. So if we have a multi-family where we have kids, we need to make sure they have they have playing ground, they have a green area, they have a veggie garden. So they are locally invested. Once you're invested in your own building, you feel like home, you look after your building. We also, and you're right about medicine, is fail to provide uh, them services. I think so we need to really focus on providing them services to rehab them, try to make sure these people, when they get support, we should set up targets and goal and see those family after a year or six months or two years if they're getting out from that situation. And through rehab programs, they are getting a good life, uh, good opportunity, good position. I think so, like my district, have very high unemployment, second highest in the city of Madison, which is unfortunate. If we are looking, I'm, I'm pro for a, a tree lane project, I'm pro for affordable housing, but I think so we should 
re recheck our services. We need to make sure these people have opportunities once they get out. They have enough job, right job for these people, not IT jobs, the people they need. So we definitely, I, I have that urge and I have that commitment. I will work with the city, work on a design, try to make sure we engage this community and do better things for them. Thank you. The Madison Police Department has been faulted for not having appropriate policies and training around de-escalation and use of force, especially with regard to people of color. What is your perspective on whether any changes are needed in ways Madison Police operate in our community? So we have recently, you know, last year we have OIR report. They have some, some very good recommendation. I think so. Uh, you, you pinpoint a right issue here. There is a gap of trust between uh, American, uh, African American community and police, and, and data shows that, you know, uh, it's, it's very common to see that gap. Uh, I think so. As a police, as an older, I think so. It's my responsibility to, to create a communication and engagement and create a sense of trust between the residents. Especially our, especially our African community, um, African American community, and the police department. So, police department have a program uh, um, for uh, Spanish community. Um, uh, I think so. The name is Amigo. Um, okay, I'm just getting blank on the name, but there is a there is a program in which they have a community development with Latino community. I think so we need to look at those programs in which we can create sense of trust and also all the departments should be accountable. That is something very important we need to know. If it's my job as an alder, I'm accountable to the people. If it's police, they're accountable to the city, to the people, because they're serving the people. They're not controlling. They're there to serve the people. We need to make sure they're accountable for their act, and we will make them accountable like I'm accountable to the, in front of the people. There is a perception that Madison's story is a tale of two cities, one in which people of color are less likely to experience success. What can be done to ensure that Madison is a community in which all people can thrive? This is a this is an issue which really need to be addressed. A uh, recent survey came out: Madison is really segregated. My district, especially, is very segregated. Once you leave my neighborhood, I live in Eaton Park on the near east side, so the neighborhood is divided. Our district is divided near east and north side. Once you cross. The, the Packer Avenue, which is Oscar Meyer site, you go on the north side and you can see a major segregation where people of colors, that's where the high unemployment is. They are disconnected and, and you know, somehow they kept disconnected. We need to, so I, I have a plan to how to connect them, especially bringing them back on the jobs, connect them through community, through engagement. One of the idea is to create, one of the area which have a lot of trouble is a Brentwood village I want to create a resource office there where we can provide them services and information as a pilot project and try to see how can we engage them in a homey environment, as a home environment, not like they have to, not like an official or city environment. So that's a one idea. Another idea is medicine area technical college. Try to engage them with the people with the color, provide them a real skill training and bring them back on a living wage jobs. We have to work on this segregation. We cannot do this with our community, especially with people of color. And we need to make sure our people, we need to, most probably it's a state level discussion. We should pass a legislation where these people should have, at least companies should hire 10 to 20 or 25, 
I, I think so, 50% of people of color, because I am people of color too. Like, you know, I, I like to see that. I don't know how much it's possible, but as an older, I'm going to work really hard to engage them. What issue have you identified as being of primary concern to the residents of your district, and how would you approach tackling it? So th there are several issues in my district, as I already explained about high unemployment, and I mentioned about a strategy of medicine area technical college, also feed kitchenies, and another example which provide realistic training, bringing people back on their feet, providing them opportunity to start their business. Uh, another issue which my district is facing right now uh, is uh, high crime. Uh, people are breaking into the car. Uh, gun shooting, those all crimes are coming through opioid or other drug-related issues. I think so mental health, the county health department and the city of Madison need to work together to sort out those issues. And I think so. Uh, I, I have a firm position of working with police and county and our health department, especially health, to work on those issues, try to identify those other, other people who, uh, who are suffering through drugs and try to rehab them, find a way to engage them. Uh, the, the thing I want to mention here is this. When, when you're addicted, there's a two type of addiction. One is physical, which is easy to remove by rehab program, by mental health. But the other addiction is mental addiction. When you get into trauma or stress, you, you did not use drug for six months, but then you want to use. So we have, as a society, need to work on those issues, how we can address both of those traumas and addiction and try to focus uh, uh, people, uh, uh, bringing the people into a good situation. So these type of issues, I think, so we will really focus in our district. The relationship between this council and the mayor appears at times contentious. Is this a problem? And if so, how would you improve the relationship? So I think so. communication is the first key. You need to communicate. You need to understand what, what is the ground reality. Um, I'm, a, I'm a person who have an analytical ability to analyze the situation and, and basis of logic working with the, with the mayor. And uh, I think so whoever becomes this new mayor, I will work with them because the issues we, we are facing, I think so those are the same issue which both mayors who are going to run or want to, f to address those. I don't think so there will be conflict of interest over there or anything like that. But again, uh, I will work whoever has become uh, older and find us solutions to engage them and, and engage community too. What changes, if any, should be made in how the city approaches major projects such as Judge Doyle Square and the public market? So people input is really important. So public market is in my district. Uh, I read a lot about Jim Doyle. So public input is so important. You need to, when public is behind you, your project will go well because that's what public want to see. When you start your own personal agenda or your own things, then, then that's where you know things get more complicated. I think so with First Street Public Market, there's a huge urge of people. They want to see that development happening there and also giving opportunity to diversify our food and opportunity for people of color and providing more diversity in that place. And we really need to do those type of projects. Uh, I think so again, I want to say uh, we need to work all together and find a solution which, which help as a community uh, to, to everyone. And what council committees do you want to serve on and why? So uh, I would like to serve on a finance committee 
because uh, Oscar Mayer uh, is in process and we want to see how much TIF money we can allocate them. That is a game changer for Northside District. I want to make sure uh, we have a voice and first street public market is there. So there's a lot of economic development happening in that particular area. So this is one thing I want to be on that committee. Also, uh, uh, first street public market committee, I want to on that committee too. Uh, planning and the zoning committee, because again with the Oscar Mayer, I want to make sure we, we rezone them in a way we want to make sure uh, uh, we get the best out of it for our community. So these are a couple of committees I'm interested in. My professional background is in energy efficiency and sustainability. I'm a big advocate of green energy, building course, environment. So I would like to be involved with the with environmental committee too and try to go more aggressive measures to reduce climate change and a bigger issue like global warming doing on a local level. What would you like to say to the viewing audience as we complete this interview? I would like to say thank you very much for your support in primary election and I will uh, like to uh, I would like to be very happy to serve you guys in any capacity. If I become older or not, I will be always there for you to advocate for your message and your voice in the city council and at local and grassroots level. Thank you very much. I want to thank Syed Abbas for speaking with us and the viewing audience for taking the time to know your candidates. Please vote in this and every election. On behalf of Madison City Channel and the League of Women Voters of Dane County, I thank you for joining us. Hey,